happy Thursday to all the NFL universe. It is the All City All NFL Show, the Meat Locker with the King Meat. Mm-hmm. That's Baldy Brian Baldinger. I'm Anthony Gargano. Call me Cuz, and we're with you every day. Do me a favor before we get to anything. Don't forget that subscribe button is right there. Hit it. All right, it brings you the Meat Locker right to your phone every day, and we appreciate that very much. All right, before we get into our film, this will be day two of our film study. We'll get into uh, some of the other games, the Sunday game, the Monday night game. We'll get into our film study. Before we do that, though, I want to go over the concept of the last year's Super Bowl matchup, Mm -hmm. both in the playoffs, both kind of limping in, the Chiefs and the Eagles, two great teams last year, do either have any chance at getting back to the Super Bowl and getting to Vegas? So the last team to repeat as Super Bowl champs and repeating and going back was New England 20 years ago. And like I was thinking about this, why don't either team look good? And I was thinking the fact that you played all the way till February 11th last year, five extra weeks over a lot of these teams, five extra weeks of game planning, practice, five less weeks of recovery, of rest, of building yourself up for the following year. Like I think there might be and look, I'm just spitting, spitballing. But do you like? I think there could be something there, like five extra weeks that everybody else had some level of rest on, and we didn't. You know, Green Bay wasn't in the playoffs last year. No, like they had Jordan Love have five more weeks of rest than Jalen Hurts. Um, you know, in fact, he didn't play you know much last year, anyways. So, like all these things, maybe they take its toll. Yeah, I, without a doubt, and it's always been a long-standing theory. Now the Chiefs. At one point, got there, got back, and lost. Right, right. So they right, were able true. to come back. But then, when you think about that, like there's uh, like a compounding thing of another, like you know, instead of playing 17 games, you're playing 20, 20 games, 21 games. More tape out there on what your offense does. I mean, like, like you see that with the Eagles, predictability yeah. has been the word for the Eagles' offense. Right. So, and and in some. To some extent, even we all know just you know how much Andy Reid tinkers. To some degree, they look somewhat predictable. Um, if the first read isn't there for Mahomes, we know that he's moving. We know his escape routes, and so some of these things happen. Like I think there's just more out there to study on these teams. They have less time to rest. We have more time to prepare, and they don't look quite as dynamic as they once did. So uh, a couple things. One, here's my fear on the Chiefs, and you tell me. You know, obviously, there was no Tyreek last year. They win the Super Bowl. So, you know, we're going to see the revenge of Tyreek Hill Saturday night. But I, I, while their receivers have been a mess and dropping balls and really hurting Mahomes, I think it goes back to their tackles. I, I think hmm? having replaced both tackles is really why the Chiefs offense is grounded. It has uh, less to do with the receivers, and I, I agree, all the drops but more to do with the tackles. And when we saw Mahomes lose that Super Bowl and they got grounded, mm-hmm. what was the key? The key was he lost his tackle. Mm-hmm. You remember that? Mm-hmm. And all the pressure. Yeah. Well, that's true. That's true back then. And they they you know they went and drafted Creed Humphrey and Trey Smith and went and signed uh, Joe Tooney in free agency. They fixed their offense line like literally overnight and traded for uh, Orlando Brown. And bam, they, they fixed it and went back and won a Super Bowl. 
Wanya uh, Morris is a rookie playing left tackle. Jawan Taylor, they paid him a lot of money to come in, take over for Andrew Wiley, who was the right tackle last year. And I would say that this group that they have out there right now isn't as good as you know Orlando Brown and um, and Andrew Wiley from a year ago. So that brings us to Saturday night. If the Chiefs are going to make any kind of run, they're going to have to first beat Miami. Mm-hmm. Interesting what the Dolphins did this week. They go out and get Justin Houston Mm -hmm. off the street. Mm -hmm. They get Justin Houston. They get Bruce Irvin. They get Malik Reed. So they load up on edge guys in anticipation of Saturday night. Well, what you so I mean, I I totally agree with what they're doing. And you know, for a guy like Vic Fangio, he's like, look, we're going to put you in your best position. We'll put you on third and four, third and eight, and you just get after, you know, Patrick Mahomes. Now, Justin Houston just happened to have played. He said, you know, tied a record, 22 oh sacks yeah. way back when with Kansas City. So he's played there. He knows the culture. He knows Andy Reid, all that stuff. Those spags. Spags, he knows all that stuff. But that's a, I don't think it's going to come into play much. I mean, these guys, Malik Reid played against Kansas City when he was in Denver. Um, you know, Bruce Irvin was an undersized pass rusher um, out of Virgi- West Virginia 10, 12 years ago. Like, whatever they have left, Vic Fangio's, give me 10 great plays. Give me 10 great plays. All right, we'll find a spot for you. And let's just get as much speed, pass rushing ability as we have here to try and make life difficult for Patrick Mahomes. And look, you've seen these tackles. We don't think they're very good. Go beat those tackles for us. Right. And I think, you know, it's interesting that Miami defense has been kind of banged up. Oh, but, yeah. You know, um, you know, you load up, you go, come on, man, let's go. I, I, I'm i worried for the Chiefs Saturday night. I, I think I don't like the matchup. You know, I think that, uh, you know, we love what the Chiefs defense has done, right? But, you know, this has got to be like Kelsey has to carry them, I think. I mean, obviously Mahomes, but he's got to have someone that's going to make a play for him, and it's got to be Kelsey. Yeah. So it's interesting. You know, we talked to Matt Rule this week, and we were talking about – Michael Penix, being a left-handed guy. And he said, when you have a left-handed quarterback, and he's bringing a left-handed quarterback in, uh, but when you have to defend one, he said it changes everything, everything that you do. And um, it's interesting, you know, like Kansas City's going to see Tua. Now, I know they played him before, but it does change your blitzes and your pressures, trying to get to his backside. It changes a few things. But Tua, people will always say, this year, well, they haven't really beat anybody. They beat Dallas. You know, uh, you know they, they've won one game. Somebody had a winning record. All that's true. But still, these guys, the, the way the Tua throws the ball and how quickly he throws the ball, it, you know, Chris Jones isn't going to have time to get to uh, Tua. You know, if, if he gets rid of the ball as quickly, and the, the, they get all these weapons on the field. They and, become a difficult challenge. And, and, man, Mike McDaniel, man, he knows how to – he knows how to design stuff. He'll get the ball out of to his hands, and he'll do it with a lot of motion. He'll do it with some trickery. They're very good at running the ball. They They're really very good. Are. Even with a bunch of backup, you know, Liam Eikenberg's playing center instead of Connor Williams. They got backups in there. Like, they don't care. Like, they, they know how to run the ball. They know how to get you out of position. So, like, it's, it's, uh, it's a full day preparing for this team. Yeah, it, it, it's interesting. You go back to your left-handed quarterback thing. Even in the in the game Monday night, the national championship game, there were plays. Now, Penix didn't play very well, but there were plays to be made. You know, he just wasn't sharp. 
But to your left hand, to the coverage piece, yeah. if you go back and watch that game, he had four or five yeah. deep, big plays, game-changing plays. Remember, that game got out of hand late. Yeah. Right? He hits. He connects on a couple like he did. Well, one, he got called back as a holding right. call. Right. But in the first half, he connects on a couple of those. It's a different game. Sure. But, yeah. I mean, that, that's, but it goes back to your left-handed. Well, just not just that, but it's, uh, it's you know, these, these plays, you know, can some teams that have kind of uh, corralled Miami – have kept things in front of them. They didn't let the explosives get to them. Um, it's one thing to to walk through it, talk about it. Another thing to do it. And so you can bet this about Miami. You know, uh, they'll try to steal a possession, you know, whether it's some kind of a fake, fourth downs. Uh, like anything is up. Like they are underdogs. Uh, I was just listening to Mike McDaniel's speech on hard knocks uh, in season. And he's like he's, he's in a room and he's addressing the whole team. Like, we're here, um, and all we got, you know, he's, he's saying all the right things to the guys. I think they're tuned in. Um, last year, you know, they went to the playoffs, and, and Tua was hurt. He, he's there. Like, this is a big deal for Tua, yeah, I you agree. know, to go play well. Yeah, I agree. Go play well. Start building his legacy. It's, it's one thing to, all right, you play for Mike McDaniels. You, you put up big stats against bad teams. Nothing to go into Kansas City, and that's Andy Reid and Patrick Mahomes and world champions. Um, that's a... That's a that's a big spot for Tua if he could go win. Big spot. You change about you change everything about Tua, literally in any perception you have of him, in one night. Yep. One night you could change your whole perception. So here's the question. Of the two Super Bowl teams from last year, who's got the better chance at getting back? I'd say Kansas City. Yeah. I say Kansas City because I I believe in their defense. And I don't believe in the Eagles defense. I think as long as you you know, in these big games where possessions can be, you know, minimal, uh, people taking care of the football, like if you could keep the score down the way Kansas City could keep the score down like they did against Cincinnati last year, like they did um, in the second half of the Eagles in the Super Bowl last year, like when you keep the score down, it always gives your offense and your team a chance to win. Obviously, they're playing home Saturday night. The Eagles are playing on the road. Uh, Ocho Cinco said – that the Eagles are playing possum and that they're going to turn on for the playoffs All now. Right. I, you know, I mean, I've, I think it's kind of, you know, ridiculous in the sense that. You think they were playing possum against Arizona? No, I, I don't. Right. I, I just don't. But this is what Chad, and I love Chad Johnson, Chad yeah. Ojo Singer. We love him. So uh, I just, you know, disagree with the mindset. Now, maybe not playing possum, but if he believes in that team that they can get right. Let's go off of that premise. Can they get right against a team that, let's face it, they should beat in Tampa. They are a favorite, however slight. If you beat Tampa and you feel good, let's extrapolate. So they go down there. They win the game. Their offense looks better. They run the ball. You know, now all of a sudden, you're back. You feel like you're back. You got a chance to get back to the Super Bowl. No, there's no question. I mean, you could change – you know, you could change your spiral and get out of the the spiral, the downward spiral you're in, in one game, and come back and wherever you got to go next week, you could do it. And who knows? Maybe even play a a playoff game at home, depending on how things fall out. But generally, you you get ready for another week, and uh, you you forget about Arizona and the Giants, and you know the 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 second Dallas game. You know, you kind of like let that stuff go, and you're like this is a new season. Yeah. The, the conversely is what happened 
uh, you know, it's a pretty deep, deep hole that they're in right now. And, you know, you wonder having on the road against, look, Baker Mayfield has shown you that he could play well and he's got great weapons in Mike Evans and Godwin. He still could play a little bit. You got Otten, you got uh, a good running back well, in yeah, White. Yeah, well, Scott I White. mean, look, they, you know, they've won their last two games. You know, they, they've won the last game. They got trounced by New Orleans yeah. the week before. They haven't scored a touchdown in two weeks. It's not like they're coming in and they're not limping. They're limping too. I mean, they went to Carolina. They kicked three field goals. Like they didn't do. They didn't. They didn't score a touchdown against no, the Orleans. against the Panthers. They've yeah. just gone two weeks in a row without scoring a touchdown. So it's not like they don't have their own issues. Their issues are different than Philadelphia. Philadelphia's still been able to score some points, but <clears throat> I just don't believe in the Eagles' defense right now of turning this thing around. Like I, like the breakdowns are too consistent in the secondary, and the pass rush has gone away. And now they're playing a five-man defensive front in large part, and you can formation them from that front to where Hassan Reddick is playing outside linebacker, and he doesn't rush. In the last two weeks, he's been in the flat covering the covering grass. And Hassan Reddick, like, was almost out of this league doing that in Arizona. No, he does not. That's not his role. It's not his role. He, that's, and by the way, that's their best pass rusher. Yeah, by far. So, so like, no, every, time, let him loose. every time you drop him into coverage, yeah. you're making a mistake. Like, I if you're going to drop anybody, drop Josh Sweat. Yeah. Like, re, like flip it. You got to... Yeah. You have to like not Hassan. You, you can't. He's the one guy that can beat. He's the one guy Matt that can Patricia. beat one on ones more consistently than everybody on that defensive line. I agree. I agree. All right, coming up, we're going to go to the film. Hey, uh, by the way, let's talk about the game time app. We're talking about ticket buying for these incredible games. Well, it doesn't. No, wait, start it over. Shit. Because I lost the read. Hey, we're talking about all these great football. Do you want to go to one of those games? You want to go to basketball, hockey, soon baseball, concerts, comedy? Download the Game Time app. I'm telling you, you're going to love this thing. It's going to change the way that you buy tickets to any sort of event. All right? So first, they're obsessed with saving you money. All right, so there's a multitude of ways they're going to do it. They have all these things, like these deal zones, all kinds of stuff. All right? They'll give you the lowest price, guaranteed. They have event cancellation protection. They have job loss protection. This thing's amazing. And with zone deals, you'll pick the section, but they pick the seats. And here's the deal. You're going to save an average of 18% off the cost. It's unbelievable. Take the guesswork out of buying tickets with game time. Now, I love that you can actually see the vantage point. So they're going to show you in whatever venue what it looks like from the seats that you're going to buy. I mean, it's ridiculous. So cool. Download the game time app now. Create an account. Use the code ALLNFL. All right? You get 20 bucks off your first purchase. The code is ALLNFL. A-L-L-N-F-L. You get 20 bucks off. I mean, it's unbelievable. Download the Game Time app today. Last-minute tickets. Lowest prices guaranteed. All right, so one of the great games on Sunday, and I, I want to dive into the film here, which is Dallas 
and Green Bay. Yeah. And the the interesting thing is like, and let, let's look at some at some Packers stuff yeah. or so, you know what? Because Jordan Love right now is playing, man, without you know any like it feels like he's playing really without pressure. He's loose, like he knows where to go with the football. He's got a great connection with his young receivers. Now they're going to be interesting because let's face it, you're going to get Christian Watson back. You got all kinds of weapons, right? You got Wicks, you got Dobbs, you got Jaden Reed, uh, you got Aaron Jones as the runner. I, I mean, like this offense is a, is a, could stress Dallas. Now I, I think Dallas wins the game. But I think this game could be a little bit scarier than like we think. Because listen, Dallas has just destroyed teams this year. I, I think Green Bay hangs a little bit. Do you think the Packers could give them a little fright? Yeah, I do, and I'll tell you why. Because I just pulled up some video here. Um, <clears throat> because Jordan Love is—he's playing at a very high level. He played against a good defense in Buffalo, uh, Chicago last week. You look at his play right here. This is a speed out. All right, it's a timing route. To, uh, to Dontavious Wicks at the top. This is off. Like, I like him under center. He does a yeah, lot I under do center. Too, yeah. run, that's Aaron Jones back yeah. there. There's a play-action fake right here, and that's Wicks right here. And the ball's out right now, and he's thrown it to the spot. Like, he's – like, that's a great throw. It's across the field. It's on timing. Yeah, it's like, dropping he, a bucket type right there. Okay, now, look, you could say that Dallas has Deron Bland and Stephon Gilmore. you got to make it even a bigger sticker throw. That's possible. Um, they're going to get Christian Watson back. They got you have a full complement of guys right now, and the offense is like you watch this throw. Like so, th- this is like this is a popular uh, concept here. Three receivers, all right. One guy's running to the post, and then they're running the slant behind it to the opening right here. Like he sees the field really good. Um, these are easy throws because he's got play action, right, he's got right. max protection. It's a good pocket. It's a little easier to see this, but he's making throws under duress, under pressure, where he's got to use his footwork to, to buy time. Uh, like this throw here to, uh, to Bo Melton, like it's just a little curl. But he's, getting, he's got to like protect himself a little bit. The rush, Montez Sweat is coming to him. He's hitting these spots. Um, I mean, that's right through the window. It's, that's right, oh, the window. right through the window, man. You sail right through. By the way, great concepts from Matt Lafleur too. Like when he's, you look at this offense, he's, it's, it's, it's he's a, a hell of a coach. He's an underrated coach, Baldy. He's a good coach. He's a good coach. They do a lot in the run game too, um, where they really they do a lot with their tight ends. They do a lot with motions. Um, they seal the edges very good. They have a diverse running game. It's power. It's outside zone. It's uh, pitches. Like they have a whole uh, thing with Aaron Jones right now. The way that he's playing. And this is the big play that they had last week to Jaden Reed, who is literally, he's already emerged. Yeah, yeah. You know, but like this is just, like you see, he gets behind the corner here. All right, this is like just basic cover two. And so the safety brisker is reading two to one. Mm-hmm. So he's got the vertical going at him, and he hits Reed right behind him. And then, like, it's but, a great throw, too. But it's a great throw because he's catching it, and now yeah. Reed can just use his skills and just cut across this bare defense. Um, well, that's I like, a nice play. I, the, the offense is really good. Defensively, I have questions. Like, I don't think they have an answer for CD. No, no. He's, he's just that dynamic right now. So, I think the best chance Green Bay, unless they create turnovers, 
which, you know, look, you got Rashawn Gary, you got Preston Smith, you got guys that can win, uh, you know, to get to Dak. But my guess is if Green Bay is going to compete on Sunday afternoon, it's going to be kind of a track meet. It's going to be 31-28. It's going to be 34-27. I, think, I feel like they've got to chase the points because I think Dallas is going to score. Yeah, I do too. I, I, I think Dallas will have its way. I mean, l- listen, at home – they're nasty. Well, right? yeah, they have been this year. In, in that, well, I mean, in that like in that controlled environment yeah. in the dome. Yep, they're nasty. They're fast, and they could exploit that secondary. I, I think that they, it's interesting. Mike McCarthy came out um, this week, and he said, uh, he said, I made a mistake last year when we played Green Bay that I sort of made it about what Green Bay is, who they are. He goes, and you know, my connection to Green Bay. So he's giving them sort of like this history lesson. And he's like, I'm not doing any of that anymore. Like, we're here to win this game. It doesn't matter if they're Green Bay or Detroit, Los yeah. Angeles. We're here to win the game. It's not about me. It's not about what I did as a Super Bowl winning coach. And, and he's right. It shouldn't be about him. It should be about his team. And I think Mike said. Especially that team. Especially this team. This is Dallas's team. And they're, uh, like, this isn't, I don't believe, like, they're built like San Francisco, who's knocked them out of the playoffs the last two years. Like, I think this is a team that they can, score with, that they can put a good number on. I think they can do a lot of things uh, to this team. But I think Green Bay will surprise people how they compete in this game. Yeah. I, I, like, I could see, you know, a 30, you know, I could see Dallas in the 30s and the Packers in the 20s and that kind of – Well, we'll see if Green Bay can run the ball against Dallas. Like, I, I think they're going to be able to. Um, it's been Dallas's one weakness on defense. They play – with a lot of safeties, sometimes they'll play all four safeties out there. So they're a little bit undersized. And maybe Jonathan Hankins comes in and beefs up the middle a little bit. Um, you know, they, everybody has to contend with Micah and all the things that he has to do. You have to game plan that. But I think, you know, this this coach understands who Micah is and that Zach Tom or, you know, Yash Nyman, whoever's playing tackle for him, like they're going to need some help. Yeah. Well, listen. This is, you know, no one expects Green Bay to do anything. This is a a perfect kind of season for them. You saw the development of Jordan Love. You saw the success he had with the young receivers. Why? You can't ask for a better building block season. You make the playoffs so you get a taste of the playoffs. This isn't supposed to happen. A team this young, where every receiver is either a first or second year player. There's no veterans there. The tight ends are all first or second year players uh, outside of DeGuara. Um, you know, the, the line is relatively young. John, you know, John Runyon is there and Zach Tom. I mean, relatively young guys, Josh Myers, relatively young players. And they're doing it. Like, we, we all thought Detroit was going to be the class of the division. They won the division. I don't think anybody thought Green Bay was going to be right there. No, no. It's a great year for them. Uh, it's a year where there's no expectations Conversely, there's all expectations on the Cowboys. Look, this is the year, man. It's it's set up for them. They played San Francisco well last year, and they lost. But, I mean, you know, they could beat Detroit. They could beat any of these teams. Well, they got thumped by San Francisco earlier in the year. But that was earlier in the year. Like this team, uh, I know. No, but we've seen – Last year in the playoffs, they played them tough. They, they played them pretty – they played them tough. I'm like, I'll give them that. Like, they, they kept the score low enough. They just – Jack, you know, Dak threw two interceptions yeah. that were costly under pressure. Um, I think they're, I think Dallas is just better. Tyron Smith back at left tackle looking pretty good. Uh, 
I think Mike McCarthy calling the plays, the offense looks better. I think it fits Dak better, what they're doing. They're not running the ball quite like they would like to, the way Mike said he wanted to. But, you know, you now have – I don't think you do that with Pollard. Maybe not. Maybe, maybe that's a problem. But regardless, uh, Dak is – look, he's finding Jalen Tolbert and Brandon Cooks. And we've seen Jake Ferguson evolve. You know, and, and we've seen CD just explode. So they're all getting fed. And they had real bugaboos early in the year in the red zone. They seem to have fixed most of those, although I'm sure they could show up again. But uh, they, they, you know, they showed up against, in, in, against Philly, against Miami, some games. But here they are. Like, this is the best team Dallas has put out there in a while. All right. Let's go to this Sunday night game and check out the film. It's Rams and Lions. Stafford returns to Detroit. Golf against the Rams. This is a great game. Hey, but Baldy, can, can I have a request? Yeah. All right, I got a request. Yeah. Before we go to the game, I, I got to see Wentz. You want to see Carson Wentz? Yeah, only because I'm still that. You know, obviously covered him in Philadelphia. Um, once upon a time, I, I was always enamored by his arm, his athleticism, and he was his own worst enemy. He played, now again, meaningless game against the Niners, but I'm just curious if he can work his way back into the league. Well, I mean, look at this, this, this touchdown throw. Uh, uh, I think this is the opening drive. He's got Puka Nakua in the slot, and San Francisco started their starting defense. Yeah. Right? Bosa's out there. That's Traverius Ward on him. Now, this is what we call a spray fade. They're gonna, the outside receiver's just going to run a stop to create this space right here. Yep. I mean, Carson can't throw this ball any better. Like yeah, the throw, throw, it's a great throw. I'll show it to you from another angle right here. Wow. Like Carson, like this is what Carson's capable of doing. Tall in the pocket. He actually threw this ball with some touch. Um, he floated it just right. Oh, my God. That's a Like Traveris is looking up at the ball. He's got his hand up there. And the throw beat the cover. I mean, that's a dime. That's a beautiful throw. It's a beautiful throw. And you watch uh, you watch him make the, you know, just one more angle of it right here. But everything you're supposed to do. I mean, Bosa's coming around the edge, like step up in a pocket, stand tall, and deliver the ball. Yeah. It's, 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 it's great. Yeah. Now, he did throw a pick. He did. He did. One one ball, you know, got it got tipped, you know, so it wasn't like – but this is like a sidearm slingshot right here. Like you got to hit him on the move. Drops his angle. That drops his arm. Yeah, drops it. We'll show it to you from yeah. the end zone here. Yeah. Like this is – Yeah, that's a nice throw. Good throw. Right through the window. Good throw. Stride. Yeah, to uh, Higby right there. I mean, he's on time. Yeah, I'm showing the good stuff. Though. Yeah. There's some stuff where it looked like the old Carson. He just, right. like he wasn't accurate. Not he rushed it. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, there's some stuff like that. But these are some good throws. Like, he's always had that arm. Yeah. Like, this throw is amazing. Like, look at this throw. Yeah, that's great. I mean, that's that's he's 30 got yards. such a gifted arm. My God. I mean, I know you always loved him, but that's a great I know. throw. I now, know. He's been there a month. Like that throw right there, that's the, the backup tight end right there, Bryce Hopkins. Um, but this throw is uh, that's a big-time throw. Oh, that's a beauty. Yeah. That's uh, a beautiful you one, one more throw. here. Yeah, let me see. Yeah, one, one more throw here. I mean, low and away from the safety, like 
that's uh, that's uh, Skoranek right there, the kid from Notre Dame. But you know, this is their, they're going up tempo. You can tell they got max protection. Guys in the A gaps right here. They're coming after him. Good job by the back right here. Like it's he's spinning it now. Dude, I thought that's a great throw. Great throw. Yeah. Like can can a, can a can he be rehabilitated? And you know what it is. I just keep, I go. The guy's got a great arm. Now, obviously, his personality is an issue or whatever it is, how he works, mm-hmm. his teammates. I, I don't know. But being out of the league, maybe that's the jolt that he needs to kind of, you know, rebuild his career. Well, I mean, if he ever had if, – if he did, like, fight coaching, if he did uh, buck up against mechanics and – like, you can't – Sean McVay's got a Super Bowl win. Like, this guy is a great coach, all right? He comes out of the Shanahan system. You want to play – like, if I was a quarterback, I'd want to play in the Shanahan system. Like, I want that play action. I want the, those concepts. I This is the premier offense in well, football. And I also love the fact that you're under, he's under center. He's under center. You know, I mean, we used to scream about that when he was in Philadelphia, always in shotgun, always in shotgun. You know, I mean, part of that under center and – Play action, you could honestly sell it. Like, you know, like some of those old principles work today. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. No, you're seeing, like, you're seeing Jordan Love under center. You're seeing yeah. Matt Stafford under center. Yeah. You're seeing uh, Goff under center. Like, a lot of these guys are going back under center. The, the run game is from there. The, and the, obviously, the benefit of the play action pass is really there. And so it's just a lot easier to sell play action under center than it is at a shotgun. Yeah. It's just more believable. All right, let's go and let's watch a little Jared Goff. Jared okay. Goff. Hey, uh, before we get back to our program, listen, I want to tell you about Factor Meals, the number one online meal delivery service. They're ridiculous. They're amazing. Here's the deal. For Factor Meals, you could stick to any diet. So if you're looking at New Year's resolution, you want to eat well, you want to eat healthy, you want to go with, say, vegan or veggie or protein plus plus like my man you get all kinds of on average you know 18 to, to 20 grams of protein you got meals that are 550 calories or less i mean it's incredible stuff delivered right to your door so it takes the hassle out of shopping meal prepping all that stuff and it'll keep you on track all right because they deliver to your house and you just heat and enjoy. I mean, you're talking two minutes. My wife loves it. She's hooked. All right? I, I got to do it. I mean, it's awesome. They also have, besides dinner, you got breakfast options, lunch options, snack options. All right? These are chef chef meals. All right? Inspired meals that you're going to love. And the snacks and smoothies and juices, like, you know, cold-pressed juices. Incredible stuff. You got to go to factormeals.com. And here's the deal use the code all NFL. All right. So it's factormeals slash all NFL, A L L N F L, and you'll get 50% off of your delivery. That's right, 50% off. So you got to go to all NFL. All right. Put that in to get your 50% off. It's factor meals. It's a game changer. You're going to love it. You're going to stick. To you all your culinary wants for the year and your resolutions for 2024, go to factormeals.com. So uh, we talked a lot about Stafford. 
returning to Detroit, Detroit will rely on its running game, right? Like, you know, you got Jameer Gibbs, you got David Montgomery, so you know they're going to want to run it. But at some point, Jarrett Goff will have to make a play. Now, he's going to be without Sam Laporta, his great young tight end. Well, maybe. We, we, we hear it it's not as bad. Yeah. We hear that it might not be as bad as once thought. So they're, they're saying it's, there's a chance, but where is Goff? He's under center here. So here you go. Like, most of the play-action passes are on first down, and there it is. There it is. And you can see, like, the Minnesota doesn't really bite, but they've got a lot of guys up there at the line of scrimmage, so they're coming. I mean, they're crowded. Yeah, yeah they're, they're, they're bringing six right now. So you don't really get much of a benefit. But you can see, like, just like a little very similar to the throw that Carson just made right here into that hole between the safety and the corner. That's uh, their best pl- That's their best receiver, Amon Ra St. Brown. He's a great route runner. Very tough kid. Well over I love catches. him, man. Yeah. I, 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 I do. Now, this kid right here in motion is Khalif Raymond. Yep. He's questionable this week, but he's got elite speed. Yeah, he he's does. played in a couple of different places. But you can see, like, this is just smart. Like, do you ever see, like, no offense, but do you ever see this in Philly? Like, watch this kid. He's, he's going to hide right here as he's, like, he's protecting. Mm-hmm. And he's going to just let the defense drop, expand, because that's what they're told to do. And then you leak out like this. Mm. Wow. Little that's, stutter and that's go. That's nice. Little stutter and go right there. Yeah, that's nice. It's a great route. But if you watch this though, like he had the he had that. That was his number one option. They got him against Josh Metellus. But watch, here comes Amon Ross St. Brown. So just this is his safety valve. Yeah. Okay. So here he is. He's just hiding. Yeah. Like he's he's blocking whoever has him in man. If there is yep. somebody, they're going to lose him now. Slip out late. And you got that safety valve. If it's not there, if you're under pressure, you got you, you look deep, take the shot if it's there. But if it's not, here's Amon like leaking out with oh, nobody. Oh man, look at that. Yeah. That's that's great play design. It's a good man. play design. That Ben Johnson, wow. Yeah. This that's guy, great. Like, stuff. Here he is. Like you can see, like, watch how open this thing is. Like that's Ivan Pace Jr. number four. He's got the back. Yeah. Right, he's gone. Yeah. So now they're in man coverage. Now Amon Ra oh, slips out. I love it. Look at look that. At play. That. Look how much if he didn't complete this. He had that, as and, a, that and that throw is right in front of you too. Yeah, like that, that's easy. That's throw. a beautiful safety valve, man. Yeah, you see great. Just every time you watch this Detroit Lion team, you just see great plays, like good play design. Again, play action, play action rollout. All right. So now you get this crosser coming. Yeah, look at that. So the the this is Donovan. Peoples Jones here. Yeah, uh, they just picked him up. You know, he was let go by Cleveland, yeah. Yeah. but it's just a big body, another Michigan yeah. receiver. Yeah, tall but, Michigan receivers. But you know, the, the timing of play action is it stri- straight drop back? No, I'm rolling and I'm waiting for this drag coming from the backside, like that. Probably, and Minnesota's like late getting there. I mean, it's just really that's good nice. concepts. That's great concepts. And then how about this one? Like every single throw, by the way, is under center. Everyone is off play action. They want to get the ball down the field. Well, it just got done talking about that. That's why you do that sort of thing. You're not in shotgun constantly. One of the things you brought up Philadelphia, but, I mean, he's always in shotgun. There's never movement. There's never motion. Mm-hmm. There's, he's never on the center. Yeah, very it's, rarely. It looks very stale. The whole thing looks really, really stale. Like, I like this. I like my quarterback 
mixing up. There's there's benefits to being in shotgun, hey, especially listen, on third down. Without a doubt. Without a doubt. I'm not saying you never be on shotgun, but look, look at that. Look at that play. Yeah. I mean, it's a 70-yard touchdown. I mean. You know, they're, they're getting their shot. Every one of these was a shot play. They were all over 20 yards. I don't know if there's another one here. Yeah, here we go. Yeah, this is a tight game, 27-20. Let's see what's the down and distance here. Second down and four. He's under center. Every one of these throws. Oh, man. But this is a great – but this is Jared Goff. This is who he is. Like, he's going to get quick pressure. So, when you turn your back to the defense and you turn around, and now here you got pressure here. Now, what do you do? Like, he's just adroit at this – just that move. That little subtle move, yeah. Just like it's a boxer that ring. movement, yeah. And yeah. now you, you parry the punch. Now set your feet. Yeah. Set and throw. It's nice. It's good. Like, it's very mechanically yeah. very, very good. Yeah. And then he delivers a dime right there yeah. to uh, Josh Reynolds. Yeah, that's nice. Yeah, it's good stuff. Now, the thing that with the Lions that worries me is not their offense. Mm-hmm. It's can this Lions team stop Stafford, Kyron Williams, Cup? You just talked about Puka. I feel like, you know, down the stretch – they were able to get in a lot of games. They, they were able pressure. to get, they, they were able to get a lot of takeaways yeah. down the stretch, and so you know this uh, Ifiatu Melifano, like he's got a couple takeaways. Um, Josh Jacobs, um, you know their, their safety, like I've, Kirby Joseph. Like I, I feel like if they're taking the ball away, they'll bend, don't break, they'll live off the takeaways. But if the, but they do surrender a lot of they do surrender a lot, a lot of, of plays. Yeah, and, that, and you know against it's that not, offense, it's not, last year they were the worst defense football. They're they're not like that. They're they're better. They have better talent. Brian Branch and Hutch and like you know. But they need another pass rusher opposite Hutch. Uh, getting Aleem McNeil back will help inside. He's a good interior pass rusher. <clears throat> um, but you know they they've given up their share of big plays. All right, the final game that will go into the film study into the film room here in the meat locker, is Eagles and Tampa. And now let's look at whether or not the Eagles' offense can exploit, can can get going again and, and exploit Tampa. Now, Tampa is good. Obviously, they got uh, you know a veteran team, a veteran defense, Levante David, you know, uh, Antoine Winfield. They got players. Can they exploit their corners? Well, let's just look at Jalen is the most blitzed quarterback in the league. Nobody is, no quarterback's been blitzed more than Jalen. Why is that? So this is going back to Tampa week three, all right? And so here they come off the slot, okay? They don't come from anywhere in this, all right? So they, they cover the slot receiver with the safety. It's fine. It's, you, it's normal what you do. But they got to, but it's actually blocked decently. Mm-hmm. But, you know, this was DeAndre Swift early. This right here is what we call a Texas route. It's yeah. a choice route. He'd yeah. go inside or outside. Yeah. So right here, the timing is bad, and Jalen throws it outside, and Swift comes inside. Yeah. And so you get a gimme. Yeah. Devin White gets an interception. Yeah. You look at this play right here. Like, this is the Eagles. Shotgun. Like, all right. Now they're going to take this shot down the field here to Devontae Smith, and you got Winfield back there and Delaney. And Delaney jumps right in front of it. You know, like, is it a good – He looks like – the throw – listen. It looks like he needs to – he's a little late on it. 
and he's got to get it out. Well, he's got to throw it farther. Yeah, he's got out, to throw it I'm farther out, out front. A little so it allows to Delaney right look, here look at it. a look, chance I mean, to catch up. Right. Uh, it, it's, it's worth a shot. You know, I, I don't know what it, this was. I don't know if this was. I don't know what down the distance this was. Uh, let me see, because uh, I don't have that. Um, you know, this kind of illustrates that you know Jalen feels like Jalen's been a tick off, mm-hmm. like just a tick. Yeah, but like it's not like uh, you know this is man coverage right here. He's like he's got time, so they picked up the blitz and six man pressure. Like the ball's got to be out before that. A little bit, a little bit earlier. It's late. A little late. I think I think you're right. He's a little late. Like this stuff will happen. Like Miami's going to overload him here. They're coming right at him here with an overload, and it's an RPO. He could give it to Swift. But he reads this this crashing end, so he holds it, and then he tries to throw it out, and it gets batted up in the air. Jerome Baker, like that yeah, stuff will happen. Yeah, yeah. It just happens. Yeah. Happened to him last week. Yeah, against uh, the Giants. Yeah, but here he is against uh, you know Kansas City. And so, like this throw, like you see AJ Brown's on the outside, and there's no safety. It's a blitz zero, right? So Spags has got them all up there. They're all coming. The Eagles actually do a good job of picking this up, but AJ Brown's hands goes up. He should throw this ball yeah, and out. float it. Yeah. So yeah. What, he throws, he drives this ball. Yeah, he throws it on a rope. Yeah. Like it's the wrong, it's the right read. It's but, the wrong throw. Yeah. Okay. All right. So, you know, you put that on the quarterback. You can. But maybe he thought AJ was going to sit for some reason. His nah, hands up. I mean, you can't sit on that. Yeah, no. that's a touchdown. No, I mean, you, you you're praying for that. Yeah. You picked I mean, up you the want- blitz. Yeah, I mean, look, look at the up. great job the old line did. Great job. Back to everybody. I mean, you know, that's you can't just, ask for anything I keep more. talking about being a tick off, and he's a tick off again. Yeah. I mean, just, you know, that ball's got to be out and down. Like, so this throw, um, so here, here's the Giants. They got a free hitter coming. They actually do a good job of picking this up, okay? But Okareki comes, and he's taking his shot down the field to uh, Julio. And, he, like, the safety's just, there's, he's safety's yeah. just rotating. That's Xavier McKinney. Yeah. And he's just reading the ball. Yeah. He just jumps right in yeah. front of this and picks it off. Yeah. 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 I mean, it's not there. You got to see him there. I'm out. I mean, he's like throwing eight interceptions there. against the Blitz this year. Yeah. Right? That's the most in the league. He's going to see it this week against Tampa. Again. Well, Todd Bowles. I mean, Todd Bowles, you know, makes a living. That That's his thing, which yeah. is Blitz, 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 Blitz. So, my question to you is, what, what I don't understand with the Eagles offense is, very rarely do they have, you know, do they throw hot? Like, where are your, your you know, talk about beating the blitz. You never you have seen it all year. Now, it, it surprised the Giants, honestly, in week 18, that they didn't have a better answer to what was coming out. I mean, you never see hot. Like, there, we talked about it on Monday where there was a there was a free releaser right into the teeth of the blitz. It's right in front of him. He doesn't throw it. Well, <clears throat> I don't know what's being taught, yeah. and I don't know what's being coached. Some teams say, run the play. And the the routes will beat the blitz. But sometimes you got to have a hot read. You got to have a sight adjust. You got to cut your route off. Like you got to see it. But I don't see the receiver seeing it. And I don't see the quarterback looking for it. So it makes me wonder if it's even being coached like that. Yeah. 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 You wonder. All right. Well, uh, that'll do it for uh, this episode. Do me a favor. Once again, there's a subscribe button. Yep. Just like Baldy. Give him the finger. Yeah. (laughs) Get See, he could do with the pinky. He just has to start here. Yeah. Right? If you start there, that's yeah. how he presses the button. All right? To do that. Uh, that's how you subscribe. You get the meat locker, Baldy cuts right into your inbox on your phone every day. Don't miss an episode. We'll be back tomorrow. We'll give you uh, more breakdowns of the playoffs of the weekend. Uh, 
and some picks. And who knows? We may have a, a guest mm-hmm. analyst with us tomorrow as well. Have a great day. We love you. And we'll see you tomorrow. Mm-hmm. Silly like the mayor. 